Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I'm your psychic channel and spiritual confidant. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? As you can see from the title of this podcast, we are talking about your moon sign and your emotional health. And to, to last week, we talked about managing your emotions. And this week, we are talking about your emotional health and your moon sign. And the reason why I wanted to touch on this is because your moon sign plays such a significant role in your emotional health. Um, and once again, you know, our moon signs, our rising signs, and all of these different tools, your human design or type, all of these things are pieces to the bigger puzzle, pieces to your soul. Um, it is not the end all be all. These are parts of you, not who you are completely, but it is a facet of who you are. So your moon sign and the actual phase of the moon when you were born are really important. Next week, we're going to be talking about the phase, but this week we're talking about the moon sign. And this week, I wanted to just touch on what your moon sign needs, what your moon sign needs emotionally for your emotional security, for your emotional personality, um, and why that's important. And so we'll go through all of the moon signs um, and when we talk about the phase of the moon, the phase of the moon is also important because what that dictates is your the tone of your personality. Okay, so you have your moon sign, which is the emotional security, the most emotional personality. Then you have your natal moon phase, which is the tone of your personality. So first, let's discuss your moon sign and its emotional needs and you know, how to avoid pitfalls, um, through those, uh, th through that. And so I'm going to go through all of the moon signs and I just want you to not necessarily, um, you know, have a, 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 a freak out. That's not even a word, but you, you know, guys, I always, I'm always messing up my words. Um, but not to panic or have anxiety around what your moon sign says, because there's so many other factors in your natal chart that can influence the moon. It depends on where your moon is at, what house it's in. So we have to understand the house placement of these particular planets and things in our charts and asteroids and all of this stuff is super important. It's probably more important. No, that's 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 wrong. It's it's equally as important, if not a little bit more important to the actual um, planet and sign that it's in. The placement has a lot to do with how it's acted out in your life. OK, so we're actually going to go backwards. We're going to start at Pisces. Um, and we're going to talk about the Pisces moon first. And so when you have a Pisces moon and well, before we get into the moon of the Pisces, so your moon sign is always going to be where you are looking for emotional security. It's how you emotionally relate. So especially in relationships, um, you might uh, meet someone and you have compatible um, sun signs. 
and then your moon signs are completely off. And I think this is important because the moon sign, especially in romantic relationships, plays a huge part in how one, you and the other person relate to each other emotionally or how the person processes processes the emotions that they're dealing with. And so many um, incompatibilities in um, synastry is regarding the moon sign because our moon sign is our emotions. That's what is what does your moon do or what is what do your emotions do when you are stressed, when you are under pressure, when you are dealing with you know all of these things. That's what's reacting your moon sign. So I want to just put that out there um, before we get started with the Pisces moon. So I'm gonna go over what each moon sign needs. And then um, what kind of happens when you're upset and to use this as a baseline so how you can possibly manage those emotions. So Pisces moon people, they need fantasy. They need compassion. They need escape. They need creative outlets and they need security. When a Pisces moon person is upset, they will escape into some type of fantasy world or into nature. So, or as I like to say, I'm not a Pisces moon, but I'm a Pisces sun. Um, we'll start looking at things through rose colored glasses and we won't see the facts. <laughs> um, and so that, and many times a Pisces moon can do that. Then you have an Aquarius moon. Aquarius moon people need friendship. They need collaboration. Um, they also need to have a common cause with someone or in general, when an Aquarius moon is upset, they will detach and look at the situation logically. They are almost sort of very um, similar to Capricorn moons, which are next. Um, they uh, they put things in compartments. They call, uh, you know, they compartmentalize. I always mess with that word, but they put things in boxes, Aquarius moons, and they try and detach themselves actually physically and emotionally from the situation and look at it from a logical perspective almost like a third person perspective very strange but almost like that um aquarius moon people have that tendency then you have capricorn moons capricorn moons they need long-term legacy and to feel like they're creating something that will last for generations so they need to feel very secure and safe in things for the long haul. So if you know any Capricorn moon people, you'll notice that emotionally um, they are very, once they're invested and once they see kind of like the big picture, they're invested for the long haul. Now, when they are upset, they will formulate a plan um, way before their feelings are involved. So, they are those who are, I'd like to say Capricorn moons are kind of calculated. That's just me. Um, <laughs> so, you know, no shade to Capricorn moons. They're a little calculated, um, meaning that when they decide to love, when they decide to get into relationships, they are calculating the, the steps or the plan or they're thinking about all of the what if it doesn't work, all of that stuff beforehand, before they actually kind of dive deep. And so I'll, with Capricorn moons, if you've ever dated one 
or been in relations or even have friends with them, um, you will notice that their attachment to you is somewhat longer termed. Um, It happens over time um, versus some other moon signs where it happens kind of quickly. Nothing wrong with that um, at all. Um, I think that they do have room to be a lot more freer than they than they possibly are. Next is Sagittarius moon. Um, Sagittarius moon people, they need adventure. They need variety and to have, and they need to have conquests. So hence the cheating reputation. Um, so, um, here's the thing about Sagittarius. Cause they get a bad rap. I'm a Sagittarius rising and I have some other Sagittarius placements. My dad's Sagittarius. I have friends who are Sagittarius. Um, they get a bad rap and I think that it's surprisingly because Sagittarius and Pisces are mo- ruled by Jupiter. They have some similar characteristics and one of them is boredom. <laughs> one of them is boredom. And as a Pisces sun and a Sagittarius rising, um, I can say that there are times in relationships where I was very bored and not because the person was bored, but emotionally I was bored, mentally I was bored. And Sagittarius moon people, they need variety. And so when that variety doesn't happen for them, that's where you get that that cheating reputation. Because it's not that they are, they're not in love with the person or anything like that. I think it's out of the boredom. They, they're, cause they're looking to conquest something and not in a... Um, in a bad way, but more in a, I need a new adventure for my life. I need a new thing to do. And so when a Sagittarius moon person is upset, they're the person who's going to drop everything and try to escape in some way because it helps them clear their mind. I'm not going to sit up here. My, well, let me, my experience in certain case, certain um, instances with Sagittarius moon people it may seem like they don't know how to handle conflict or they, that, that they're runners, um, but they technically are not. They're just trying to clear their mind. Now, that's not the best way to communicate, to walk away from a situation or drop the situation, but that is something that they, uh, a tendency that they have, okay? So they're just trying to clear their mind. Then you have Scorpio moon. Scorpio, listen, if Scorpio moon people are petty, woo. Um, and nobody, I, that's my belief. That is uh, actual factual <laughs> for me. They are petty, 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 petty. Um, and the reason they, they need and they really desire and love intensity. They're also very private um, and they bond with people on a soul level. Scorpio moon people. So that intensity that when you meet a Scorpio moon person, they are almost energetically attaching to you before things get serious or before a friendship bond is established. They're already sort of emotionally, subconsciously kind of attaching to you already. Now, when a Scorpio moon is upset, um, they are prepared for war. Um, best believe that um, they do not forget and they will plot your downfall to the last detail. And I say that jokingly, but it is true. And 
it's because they their attachment their intensity they're bonding with you on a soul level so when you betray a scorpio moon person you have betrayed their existence because they have intertwined or enmeshed with you in a way that you may be unaware of in a way that you're like well I didn't know it was that serious or that deep and they're like yes it was um because they they take on that energy and they bond and and I it doesn't make it right but when they're upset that's why you'll see a lot of Scorpio moon people really um about revenge being petty um trying to one up and it might not be now, it might be later. But the reason why I bring the well, let me just pause here. The reason why I bring up when these moon signs are upset is for you to sort of have an awareness of why you get upset in these situations and these circumstances. And this is all about self awareness. Um, and you just knowing a little bit more about yourself. Now, this doesn't excuse bad behavior, toxic behavior, unhealed trauma, etc. These are just tendencies and characteristics that can come up in oneself through your moon sign. So let me be very clear about that. Your moon sign, your sun sign, your human design, none of that excuses unhealed trauma, toxic behaviors, you know, narcissistic tendencies, whatever. It doesn't excuse any of that. So it's not a crutch for that, but these are actual placements and things that we do have in our, um, in our charts. These are parts of us. So these are just bringing up how we deal with these emotions through these parts of us. Okay. So Libra moon, I love Libra moon people. Libra moon people, they need companionship. They also need harmony and they also need equality. You know, the scales, they're trying to balance things out for all of us. When a Libra moon is upset, um, they will turn their efforts towards their appearance and hide their pain. Libra moon people are very known to have or wear masks. And those masks are consistent of, um, you know, having the the front forward facing thing kind of put together or that smile on their face. Very, very known for like that. Let me have a smile on my face kind of thing. Um, nothing wrong with that, but sometimes Libra moon people can be ticking time bombs um, emotionally because they have suppressed things and trying to cover it up with the way things look, which is not always a good thing. Next, we have Virgo moon people. Virgo moon um Virgo moons need to feel of service and they need order and mental stimulation. I love Virgo moon people, um, but that's because I have a Taurus moon. When a Virgo moon person is upset, they will analyze the situation over and over because you got to think about it. Virgos in general are sort of striving for perfection or, um, or not, I don't even want to say perfection, but striving to get it right. But we can say perfection um, if you're a Virgo and, you know, you have a Virgo moon. So when things are upsetting them or things don't feel right, they are analyzing that situation over and over and over again to try and get it right. Nothing wrong with that, but sometimes that can get in the way from for other possibilities to just let things be. Um, and not Virgo moon people I find are very hard on themselves um, because they have this um, 
this like imaginary um, achievement kind of scale in their minds and it's almost unattainable because you cannot be perfect and so that I think that gets in the way sometimes for them then you have Leo moons and Leo moons um self-explanatory they need attention affection um they need people to focus on them non-stop and not non-stop in a um it's all about me, but sometimes it can. When Leos are upset, when Leo moons are upset, they do need to be reassured on how much you mean to them and how much they bring to your life or what their place is in your life. Um, they're going to want to, they, they're going to want to have that. Um, nothing wrong with that, but just think about Leo. Leo is the sun um, and the sun is about the front facing, it's the personality um it's the one that wants to shine so if you are in relationship partnership business with leos um leo moon people you want to make sure that there's a healthy balance of um reassurance there and just helping them kind of um i wouldn't say helping them with their confidence but just letting them know how much they mean to you or letting them know that you know they are doing a good job that kind of thing but leo moons you also have a responsibility to try to fill that up within yourself and not look outwards um to that for other people from other people just keep that in mind then you have cancer moon people oh my cancer moon people cancer moon people they need safety they need family and they need nurturing um, when a cancer moon person is upset, it will hide in its shell and it will search for safe space. So, um, this can make others feel very, it's, it's very odd and off putting because many times, especially cancer moon, you don't know what your place is in their life because of that, that shell thing is very real. When they let you in, when they open up and they let you, you know, into their realm, it's all good. But then when something happens and they go back in their shell, it, they, they have tendencies to shut down like all communication, like everything, um, because that's very easy for them to go back in and hide. So when you are involved, you know, platonically or, um, romantically, um, or on a business level with a cancer moon person, just know that it's going to be a process for them to kind of really trust you and to, I don't want to say to let you in, but sometimes it can be like that. Um, but don't, don't be offended by it, I guess is what I'm saying, because that's just their process. It doesn't make it right once again. And, but these are some of the tendencies that happen. Then you have Gemini moon, Gemini moon, um, I love Geminis in general. That's probably because my descendant is in Gemini. Since I'm a Sagittarius rising, my descendant is in Gemini. Um, Geminis need new ideas. They need constant communication. They also need to be mentally stimulated. When a Gemini moon person is upset, they will retreat to safety um, or whatever is the safety of their own mental home. So, a Gemini moon is very interesting. They are going to give you all of their um, time, affection, all of that stuff, but they might be mentally checked out when they are not feeling you or when they are going through something. 
that is very common for a Gemini moon to mentally check out. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Um, it's just a trait, a characteristic and how they deal with that. Then you have Taurus moon. I'm a Taurus moon. Um, we need stability. We need um, material comforts and we need substance. Very big. When a Taurus moon is upset, they will comfort themselves with food or expensive things <laughs> or anything that makes them feel comfortable. Um, I can attest that is true. Um, safety for Taurus moons are extremely important. Feeling safe, feeling secure. When that is jeopardized, things are like all over the place. It's It feels, you can feel it in your body as a Taurus moon um, when things are around you are not safe or secure. Then you have Aries moon people, last but not least. Um, Aries moon people needs, they need action. They need challenges and they need to be the first at something. Hello, they're the first of the Zodiac. So when an Aries moon person is upset, they need to keep themselves occupied. Aries moon people are very independent. Um, in relationships, um, Aries moon people seem like they can I would say like they they can they can you know deal with you or not and I I will agree that that is a fact um and it's not anything against the other person it's just that because they're the first in the zodiac um they have a they're like the old the oldest child so they want to help you they want to do things for you but they're also very independently on their own because they are doing so many other things so just keep that in mind so i bring up these moon signs to help us journey into the next part which will be next week which will be talking about the phases that you were born under um because the phases really count um, the phases matter and there's a lot of phases. So I'm putting the link in the, um, in, in the show notes, um, and you will be able to see what moon sign you are and what phase you are. So remember what phase you are for part two, but with these moon signs, um, these are just how you are emotionally set up. And once again, we have to account for the 20%, you know, my little 80-20 rule, 80% of all of these modalities, human design, astrology, numerology, accurate, because they go by your date, time, birthplace, accurate, accurate, accurate. However, the 20% is where we get tripped up at, where their deconditioning is, where we have to figure out other things or other layers because the 20% is the way you were raised, your socioeconomic status, religion, if that was a big thing for you, anything that can condition you to be anything outside of the 80% and it can weigh heavier than the 80%. So many people, when they're first coming into the spirituality um, tools, these modalities, sometimes they actually do not resonate and it's because of the 20%. The 20% has a huge influence on our life. Um, and our goal is to get back to the 80%. Not to to leave the 20% because the 20% matters. The 20% shaped us, made us, molded us. Um, but sometimes the 20% needs to be healed, um, needs to be dealt with, needs to be um, removed, or um, the perspective needs to be changed. Um, so it's 
all of you is great. Um, but this, that's my philosophy on the parts of you. 20% is one thing and the 80% of the modalities, you are all, all of it. Um, it's just about how you want to live because your soul is trying to get you to this 20%. I mean, excuse me, to the 80%. Um, and that's what your soul wants for you. So I always say do what your soul wants because um, that's more important <laughs> than what your human self wants most and many of the times. So make sure you um, find out what phase you were born under. That'll be in the show notes. Um, until next time, make sure you have an amazing day filled with good vibes and great energy. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. Bye-bye. <laughs>